Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Watching Webhead. I'm your host, Delanel, and today we're going to shift gears into video games. Now we've been talking about movies for the most part on the podcast. We've also talked about a little bit of television. Uh, we don't talk about video games because, well, we haven't had a video game come out uh, in just about a year for Spider-Man. Um, but... I mean, technically, we still haven't gotten a video game, but if you still are playing Marvel's Avengers on uh, PlayStation, uh, PS4, or 5, then you know that uh, on Tuesday, uh, December, oh, November uh, the 20, or the 30th, oh my gosh, November 30th, that Tuesday, <clears throat> Spider-Man swung into the game exclusively on PlayStation. I have been playing the game uh, since it uh, first came out, Marvel's Avengers. It, uh... Oh, okay. It, it, it's, it's one of those things that has so much potential. It looks... Like a good game. The story mode actually works very well. I enjoyed the story mode for the most part. But then once it gets to the multiplayer aspect and the repetitive missions and there's a lot of things that it it starts to fall apart. Um, and, And that's just scratching the surface. But again... A lot of people have stopped playing it. A lot of people have given up on the game. It's just that. And the developers, they have been very slow to add new elements to the game. Every time they do add something, it made it worse. It's just been a bad year for this game. Okay? With that said, Spider-Man was one of those things that was promised and fell behind. Uh... You look at like back in like December, January, December of 2020 and January of 2021, you started seeing copies of the game with a little Spider-Man logo on the corner saying coming early 2021, exclusively to PlayStation, blah, blah, blah. So of course that that got people excited about buying the game, right? Like, oh my gosh, I get an exclusive thing. It's going to be coming out in a couple of months, probably. Early, you know, said early 2021. No exact date, but that's cool. And now it's almost 2022. And you're just now, just now doing this. So it, it's very odd. Uh, it's a very odd decision. But today, I, I played the game for a couple of days. Well, not a couple of days. I, I, I played the game... Um, I listened to Spider-Man, the voice actor. I did the harm training. And I'm going to talk about the game as if you've played it. I'm not going to review the game. This is not a game review. This is a Spider-Man review. His role in the game and how he's portrayed and, and his moves and combat skills and all that kind of stuff. I just want to go over that. Um, so again, I did the harm room training. So I could get flesh out his his attacks and techniques and stuff. Overall, I like it. I like him. And of course, naturally, I'll be playing as him as much as possible. 
Because he's exclusive to PlayStation, he's not in like the main. You can't play him as a main character. So he's he's basically his own little side story. So you would have to go into the um, into the helicarrier to find him and his story, and it's more like an objective. It's not even like a main thing. Okay, so that should be said. So that means basically once you finish that thing. You've done played, you've you're done playing with Spider Man, and I think that's kind of like, eh, I don't really like it. I want to be able to play like regular missions with him, so I wonder if you can do that. I haven't explored all of that yet, but if I can replay a campaign mission with him in it, that'd be cool. But I guess you probably can't. Um, so whatever. In any case, I'm going to talk about. The voice acting, how he looks, how he moves, the fluidity of it all, comparing him to, I'm going to be fair, I'm going to only compare him to Spider-Man 2018 and Spider-Man Miles Morales, Um, specifically 2018, because he was in Miles Morales, but he more of was like a cameo type of thing in the beginning of the game. You you very much focused on Miles. Um... But I'm going to compare him to that that game. I'm not going to compare him too much into like older stuff. You know, times have changed, graphics have changed, things like that. Uh, but I will say the voice acting is very... When Josh Keaton took over and he voiced Peter Parker in The Spectacular Spider-Man, I feel like that set a precedent for Spider-Man voice acting. Because almost every voice actor... After Josh Keaton has sounded like they're trying to mimic Josh Keaton. I think that be, that has become the iconic Spider-Man voice. Um, and it seems like it's continued to this day. But again, I'll elaborate once I get to that part. <clears throat> but um, so first, let's talk about his fight set is his skill set how well is he in battle right so one of the things that we need to remember about this game this is not a spider-man game right this is a game that features spider-man amongst other characters so then it turns into you're not going to invest as much into his power set as a single player game that he is like the the main character, the main playable character, right? So we have to keep that in mind. So he's not going to be as robust and and fluid and all of that. But there's still things that we can expect, right? He's Spider-Man. So we expect web slinking. We expect him to be very agile. We expect some kind of implantation of a spider sense. All these different things we do expect because this is a playable character who is Spider-Man. And every game, regardless of his playable status, should have certain characteristics, right? You're not going to put a game with Thor in it without Mjolnir, without his hammer. It's not like this is, you know, no, it doesn't work. So in this game, I will give them credit. They have a nice variety 
of attacks for Spider-Man. Some of them are a little awkward, uh, but most of them are pretty fine. Let's start with his web, like, um, traveling, right? The web swing, his standard web swing is pretty good. Um, feels slightly clunky. It doesn't, he, he doesn't move as fast in the air. In fact, Spider-Man overall does not seem to move all that quickly and fast in the game. He's very quick and fast in most of his games. This one's kind of slowed down. Um, he's still faster than like the Hulk or Thor or somebody, like a heavy hitter. But it, you would think that someone like Miss Marvel or um, Black Widow could keep up with him when that's really not the case. He's much faster than they are, especially when he's swinging through. But he seems to be a little slower, and I think they had to like change that because of the game and the template of the game. So swinging with him feels a little like a slow motion thing with him. Eh. But overall, he swings fine. It doesn't feel like he's not swinging. It feels like he is swinging. There is a web zip. That only works when he's in midair. So you can't web zip when you're on the ground. You have to jump and then web zip. Which, again, that's the template of the game. Um, But it doesn't really fit how Spidey can operate, right? Whether he's in the air or standing on ground, he can web zip. He can do whatever with his webbing. So it's, it's, it's a little weird for that. But, again, it's a template of the game. Every, you know, like someone like Miss Marvel or Black Widow with her little grapple thing, grapple thing, you know, they can grapple and, and zip like that. Miss Marvel, she extends her arm and just grabs whatever. So they had to do it for Spidey, and that was the way that it is. Um, so then you also have. So his attacks. I like some of his attacks. So one of his attacks he has, he has a spider drone. One of his special abilities is a spider drone that can do two things, right? So one, you press it to activate it. The drone comes out, starts webbing bad guys up, right? If you hold down the trigger button for it, I think it's L1. So if you hold down L1, there's a logo perimeter type logo thing that shows up under Spidey and that basically tells the drone to like stay home and just defend the space so so it's essentially this drone can either play offense or defense he can either go out and kind of free roam and take out bad guys or he can stay close to you and keep your circle clear I like that because, like, you know, there's some of those missions where you have to keep, like, the bad guys from getting to, like, a terminal. So that drone could really be useful in keeping that specific area cleared out while yours also trying to clear it out. Um, which I think is pretty cool. So I, I can't wait to try that out if I run into a mission like that with him and see how that does get implemented. Uh, the other trigger... Is a um, 
a web bomb. So they call it a web bomb. And so what happens is he jumps into the air and just throws a bomb. And it kind of reminds you of like a, a smoke grenade type of thing where it kind of throws and it lands. And then there's this, an explosion, but it's just explosion of web. The thing about it is you do have to aim where you're throwing the bomb. So he doesn't really just throw it down where he is. You can aim it and kind of decide where it's going to land. And so that's a good way to clear out if you're being surrounded by a horde of enemies. That's a good way of clearing out that area. And then also the enemies, especially ones that are close enough, will get webbed up and stuck. So then that allows you or, you know, whoever is on your team to go in and just wail on them while they're incapacitated like that. So that's pretty good. I like that. And then when you have both L1 and uh, R1 and you hold it or we'll press it together, there's a, a web hammer. Is that what they call it? I already forgot what they call it. But there's like this big giant web ball, a ball of web that he like builds and just slams it in front of him. That's, you know, that's going to be really good for taking out the bad guys. It looks nice, but it also looks like he, he, it's his animation for it is really weird. At first it looks like he's really quick. And then all of a sudden he's like moving in slow motion and then he's quick again. It's a really weird sequence when I when I was trying that out with him. I'm not sure what to make of it. Um, so those are all the special attacks. Now, there's one thing that I haven't mentioned yet. I, I wanted to make sure it was the last thing I mentioned about his webbing and stuff. Um, now, his fighting, right? The Spider-Sense implement, implementation... Which, obviously, no other character has that, right? So he, he is, ultimately, by far, the best character to use to dodge attacks. Because he can see them coming. So this, is, makes, him, this makes him a very unique character in the game. We don't have an implementation in the game. There is no character that senses danger and is able to dodge quickly. You just kind of see the bad guy coming in, and you have to kind of just... But Spidey allows you to hone in on that. Who's attacking, when, and you can dodge. His movements when he's dodging are pretty smooth. They're just not as, again, he's just not as like quick and agile with the dodges. But he can dodge and he does look legitimately like he's dodging attacks. The problem is... And I think you guys know, like, the game, like, the bad guys, when they go for a swing to hit you, it's almost as if they're gliding across and still able to hit you even when you dodge. I hate that. And they are able to do that with Spidey. Even when he's, like, when he dodges, he'll flip over a guy. The guy in one swing will still be able to turn his body to swing towards Spidey. So that's, that sucks. And that's not, that's not poor implementation of his dodging that's poor implementation of how the game has made the enemies um because they're able to follow you even when you're able to dodge perfectly which in the harm room they score you for perfect dodges but it, it feels like you're still gonna get hit 
even if you do a perfect dodge. It's it's a strange phenomenon. <sighs> Web shooting. Web shooters, right? So if you're playing the game, you know that L2 is to aim. R2 is to do whatever, whether it's Thor throwing the hammer, whether it's Iron Man with his propulsor uh, blast or whatever, Black Widow with her gun, um, Hulk throwing stuff, uh, throwing the ground, Miss Marvel throwing her arm out there, reaching out and punching somebody. Spidey has the web shooters. Here's the problem. If you've played any Spider-Man game, the vast majority of them, when you go to shoot webs at someone, you don't really typically have to aim. He kind of automatically... That's one thing I appreciate about so many of the Spider-Man games. For the most part, he kind of automatically will like shoot at the bad guy. Um, some of the older Spider-Man games, like the Beanox games, when you held down to try to throw a web, you kind of had that slow motion thing so you could aim. But you could also, that was used mainly for like zip, 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 web zipping to like a different spot. But it gave you time to react. Obviously, this game isn't going to do that. But because you have to aim your web shooting and, and directly aim, this is like, for me, and again, I've played every console Spider-Man game since uh, Spider-Man, Ultimate Spider-Man. I think, is that the oldest one I have for console? I think Ultimate Spider-Man is the oldest game I have for console. This, I feel like this is the first experience I've had where I've literally had to aim my webbing at, at a bad guy. And like, just aim. These guys can dodge quickly. Beyond belief. Those of you that know Spider-Man's webbing knows you really cannot dodge that webbing. But this game... Basically, it's like this. Spider-Man feels very underpowered overall in the game. A lot of the stuff that he has are cool, and they are authentic to him, but it feels like he's being held back. Now, you can say that with a lot of the characters, right? You can say it with a lot of the characters. But we're talking about Spider-Man. I've played as him many times. Even in like games like Ultimate Alliance, he felt... He felt like he was powerful enough and he fit into those games. And one thing I appreciated about Ultimate Alliance was not it wasn't a template. Like everyone, I mean, yes, you had the same press this button, this kind of attack type of thing. But Spidey felt individualized in that game to a point where like you felt like he was stronger than some characters and weaker than other characters. Here, everyone feels the same. So it's really cosmetic at this point. But everyone feels like they do the same amount of damage. They do the same amount of... Um, they have the same speed running when they sprint. Or if they're flying or whatever it is. Everyone feels the same. And at that point, it's just how do you prefer the stuff to look like when you're doing it. It's very copy and paste in this game. And it kind of... Eh, but Spidey does feel overall weaker than a lot of versions of Spidey that I've played as. Um, so take that as you 
as you want. Especially those of you that cannot play the game. You don't have a PlayStation. You know, that's a, that's a heads up. Spider-Man from 2018. That game could definitely beat this version's behind. Soundly. It, it wouldn't even be close. But that's... Um, so, so that's his overall moves, attacks, and everything. And I mean, you guys can obviously go on YouTube and watch it. it it'll be better. Uh, podcast trying to describe a video game is weird. But then again, podcasts also describing movies and television shows. All of these are visual mediums. So this podcast may just be weird altogether, you know. Um, but yeah. It's it's a little you know he he's fine, but we need to get to the voice acting because the voice acting ah so the voice actor for Spider Man in um, the game is Sean Chiplock. Now Sean Chiplock, I've never really heard of him. I looked at his um, filmography. He's done a lot. Um, he's done a lot. He's been on screen quite a bit. A lot of smaller roles, nothing like big. Um, but he's done live action, animation, and video games. So he's, you know, he's he has enough experience. Uh, he's only thirty one. He's only a year older than I am. I say that because um, he's. His voice, when he speaks, is, it takes some getting used to. And even then, you can't help but think like he's trying to be someone else. Like he's trying to sound like someone else. So, so let me demonstrate how he kind of talks. Hey guys, I'm Spider-Man. How's it going? So you hear me like gasping a lot. It sounds like I'm breathless. It sounds like a whisper type of thing. That's what he sounds like. He sounds like he's... Every time he like finishes a line and there's like a break in in his vocals, he just... (sighs) And here's the thing. When he's talking... When he's speaking the lines, he sounds like what you would imagine Peter Parker sounding like. He sounds like Yuri from the the 2018 game. He sounds like Josh Keaton um, from Spectacular Spider-Man and, um, you know, the other video games that he uh, voiced Spider-Man in. So I, I, like, I can see the president. He's, it sounds like he's combining Yuri and um, what is his name? Josh, right? But it's bizarre. Like he's got his own spin. He sounds like his own. Like you really. He's pretty much what I would think a version of Peter Parker would sound like. So in no shape or form am I saying that he doesn't sound like a Spider-Man. His voice might be a teeny bit too high, it feels like. But for the most part, he sounds fine. Like, he's fine. Like, it's, 
He's good. He's fine. The worst is he's fine. He is not below average. He does not suck. He He's playing that part. He's playing that part. I, I definitely give him credit. But he just sounds off. Like there's there's something weird about the way he sounds. That just make it reminds you of other people that have voiced the character. It's just a weird phenomenon for me. And um You know, he 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 you could tell he definitely did his homework. If that's the case, right? If he's if he's deliberately pulling from other people that have done it before him, he's done the homework and you have to applaud him for it. Because a lot of actors kind of just walk into a role that has had previous actors or whatever, and they kind of just, eh, you know, whatever. But like he he knows what how people respond and everything. And I mean, maybe the director told him to sound like that. You know, who who knows whose decision it was, but it was the right decision. So um Sean did did well. Sean did very well with it. Um, I can't wait to hear more of him throughout the game. And, you know, I guess some of the banter that he would have with other uh characters. But he does sound pretty good. It's just the the only negative I have is just he he has like this, <sighs> and I don't I'm not really a fan of it, um. But it reminds me of Josh Keaton because Josh Keaton actually has that kind of uh, to his voice, but it's not as pronounced when he's acting as Spidey. It's not. It's just not quite there. But a lot of Spider-Man voice actors have mimicked Josh Keaton in a lot of various ways. So I think Josh Keaton definitely set the tone for this age of voice actors for the webhead. Um, We have so many of them now with different games and shows and stuff. So, you know, I think he really changed the tide for that and made it, you know, made it like the standard. Which is impressive because, you know, that show was only on for two seasons, got canceled early on. But it was such a cult classic that it's just he, his his voice, his voice work just lives on. And it's 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 just impressive to me. Like I, I'm just impressed. Not every like Into Spider-Verse, for instance, nobody really sounded like they were trying to sound like him. So not every project does that, but a lot of a lot of the voice actors do take that time to to give like that kind of unofficial honor to one of the greats. Because let's just face it, Josh Keaton is one of the greats. He did it for his, you know the the games, he did it for the show, and he's just one of the greats. He's one of the goats of of voice actors, and I, I I'm gonna do an episode of the podcast of. My favorite voice actors rank them, but he's up there. He's I, I, spoiler alert. He's in the top three easily. Yeah, I just love hearing him when he talks like that. It, it's he's it's just his voice is such a perfect blend of like this kid from Queens, but he's like cocky as a webhead and just like yeah, I got it. 
but like he's still like a nerdy. It just it it blend. He just did it so well. He did it so well. He just sounded like a, a like he just it just that was it. But enough gushing. Um. Enough gushing. <clears throat> But yeah, so uh, Spider-Man, we, we get one audio file on Spider-Man. Um, I, I guess it's like a little present for just starting off the mission. And his, it sounds, I don't, we don't know for sure 100%. But it seems like his romantic interest could be Liz Allen. I'm not entirely sure. We know the character's name is Liz. We know that 100%. And there's a dialogue between them two. And apparently, while he was trying to get to the bottom of what AIM was doing, he messed up and, you know, he messed things up for Liz. I'm not going to get into all the details. I don't want to spoil the story. But, like, we know the plot, what I just said is online. Like, it's, that's how it's described from the developers and everything. So, Peter is doing investigative work for AIM, like, trying to figure out what AIM is doing. He ends up turning to the Avengers for help. But in the process of doing that, apparently he messed things up for Liz and put her in a bad situation. And now she doesn't want to talk to him. And there's a whole exchange of, uh, I guess, I, I want to say like text messages maybe. But they just voiced over the messages. Uh, it's not too clear. Um, but yeah, you know, the, it, 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 it's, it's Liz. We don't know a last name uh, at this point. My guess is Liz Allen. Um, but judging by what the story says, this Liz seems, I'm not going to say Liz Allen in general is, is, is slow, but this Liz seems like more of a, she has a scientific background and I don't recall any version of Liz that really is like that. So I'm curious if this is the actual Liz Allen or if it's someone else, I can't think of who else it would be, but if it is Liz Allen, this would be the first Correct me if I'm wrong. This would be the first Spider-Man game that uses her as a love interest. Usually, it's Gwen or MJ. Um, but this would be a first for. I mean, he Peter dated a lot of people. He was with a lot of girls: Betty Brant, uh, Liz Allen, Gwen Stacy, Mary Jane Watson. Like he, he was smooth with the girls. The girls are usually all over him. And and like especially in the original comics, like people, people miss out. Like we we see Mary Jane a lot now because of the Spider Man trilogy, Sam Raimi, and all of that. But even before Gwen, he was rolling with different you know girls here and there and stuff. So, I think the first girl was Betty Brant. I'm not. Oh man, I gotta go back. I think it's it was Betty was like the first girl like he had a crush on and it was like I'm gonna ask her out but she was a little too old for him or something like that it was weird I, I think that's who it was um and who was who was the husband oh my gosh from the Daily Bugle he was like the reporter over there I forget but anyway Ned Leeds that's right Ned Leeds and Betty Brant got together and, and but but Betty and Peter were item first and it was a whole thing but anyway but I digress. Um, you know, they're gonna. I I, I do want to see what happens between those two. Like, what what happened? What is their relationship? Because they might be just good friends. 
Um, they might be good friends. Or they might be, you know, a former couple. Or there was, like, a spark, but they never really made it official. Like, I don't know the, the nature of the relationship from that initial thing. All we know is that she is not happy with Peter at all. He was very apologetic. And that's about it. Um... So so overall, I guess, right? Let's let's talk about overall impressions and, and is this worth it? Right? Like if you're if you're someone yeah, let's just talk about it. Is it worth it? Just wanted to say thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for following. Thank you for the comments. Just thank you. Alright, carry on. So you're thinking to yourself, you know, if I have an Xbox and I'm playing Marvel's Avengers and I see, you know, Spider-Man has dropped, is it worth it? Is it worth basically buying a PlayStation just for that game? Now, let me just say this. With Spider-Man 2018 was coming out, and it was exclusive to PlayStation. I did not have... The oldest PlayStation that I had was a PS2, so you know it had been a minute. After PlayStation 2, I switched over to Xbox. I had Xbox 360, and then I had the One. And But with the 360, I had the original One, and then I had the Slim, um, the S, the S. The um, Xbox One, I had... The original one. Then I forget the the sub model after that. So I've gone through a few consoles throughout the years, right? It's it's cool. My three sixty slim is still kicking. Xbox One is still kicking. I have no real intention of getting the X or the S right now, but I am pro Xbox. I only got the PlayStation because I wanted to play the Spider Man game, right? So to me, I felt like it was worth it to plop down at the time, because obviously the PS4 had been out for a while. So at the time, when I got the PS4, it was used. So I, I didn't pay for a new one. I think I paid like 150 or so. Like it wasn't like, you know, I, I think I got it off of eBay. Like it was like 150 If that, if that. And it came with four games. And the, the guy threw in four games. So, like, in the controller. So, like, obviously, yeah, I'm doing it. But, uh, you know, it was it was worth it for me, right? And, again, if you want a PS4 now, you could probably get it around the same price. It would probably be used. But you could probably get it around the same price, something around that vicinity. Less than 200 So, it is... Let's just say what I paid for, right? Is $150 worth putting down to play this game so that you can play as Spider-Man? It's a cop-out, but honestly, it really does depend. The only thing that it depends on is what kind of a fan you are of Spider-Man. Now, if you are a Spider-Man fanatic who wants to play every game that he's in, like I am, yes, 100% put 
put the money down, get the console, download the game, get in there, swing around, web people up, and do everything you can to make it happen. However, if you're not a fan of the game already, don't do it. I Now, I was only in the harm room. But here's the thing. Because Spidey is not part of the main campaign and the main missions, he really does not improve the game dramatically. There is no facelift of an experience across the board. There's only one little section of the game that he inhabits. So at that point, you would only get, you're not even getting a full game experience of the character. You're only going to play him. I don't know how long this is supposed to last. I don't know how many missions he has. But let's just say for the sake of it, total gameplay for him is probably going to be like a couple of hours. That That's like, you could probably do it in one sitting and be done with it. That's my guess. I don't know. That's just not going to be worth it. I'm sorry. That's not going to be worth it. Um, he's fun to play as. Like I can tell, I'm gonna have some fun out there. I can't wait to be like in that, in you know, different missions and stuff. Level him up. Different things that he can do with his expanded attacks and all of that. But I, I couldn't tell you if you're not really feeling the game. He's not going to save the game. He should have not been exclusive. That was that was the first dumb mistake. But then, you know, even if he wasn't exclusive, even if everyone got to play with him, the game still would, would be like, eh, I don't know. The game is almost at the point of not being saved. They got an influx of, of players because it, it got on the Game Pass, Xbox Game Pass. And so, essentially, it was free to a bunch of people, right? But again... That's Xbox Game Pass. That's not... None of these players are going to be playing as this new character anyway. So you're not expanding your player base, really, by that much. Except for the hardcore fans who are going to put down the money to buy a PlayStation. But if, you, if, you, if you're going to buy a PlayStation for this, you might as well buy the other two Spider-Man games that came out last year and the year before. Or a couple years before. Like, you... You're better off doing it to get those two games versus just being able to play as a playable character here. So no matter how you slice it, even if you are a hardcore fan, this game alone, I don't know. I, I, I think overall, it's not worth it. I would save your money. And again, if you're going to buy a game, you might as well buy Spider-Man 2018 or 2020 with Miles. You might as well. If you're really going to be like, I want to play Spider-Man game, you're going to pay for a much better experience on those two games than this. So overall, I guess I'm backtracking from my first thing about being hardcore. Overall, no. For this game only, it is not going to be worth it. I don't care how much of a hardcore you are, it will not be worth it. There's not a significant upgrade from the overall game to say, yeah, $150 well spent. And not only that, but $150 plus however much the game is. So you're hitting like $200 for like two hours a game. No, no, no. 
even if you became a PlayStation Plus member or whatever it's called, it still would be like a uh, uh type of deal. Like I don't I I couldn't. Um so that that's my take. If you have the PlayStation and you 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 know you want to play as him, go ahead. Definitely, definitely, one hundred percent play as him, enjoy it. He seems like he's gonna be cool. Um when I when I finish the entire thing, I'm going to review it again. And from a story standpoint, like just, just kind of like, how did it go? What happened? And what did I think of it? Um, but I got everything else out the way. Like we know about his his fighting style and techniques and all these different things with his webbing. Uh, the voice acting seems to be good. Um, at worst, decent. Um, at best, pretty good. But I'm going to settle on good. I'm going to settle in between. It just was good. Um, so look, guys, it, it, you know, if you have any questions, please let me know. Uh, that's the review for the character. I don't know. <laughs> you know, you guys, I don't. I can't wait for 2023. I can't wait for Spidey Miles to come back. And looks like they're going to face Venom amongst maybe other things. I'm looking forward to that. I trust Insomniac. I know they're going to do a good, a great job. But Crystal Dynamics and, and the other developers, because it wasn't all Crystal Dynamics, okay? There, were, there was a large group of developers on this game. I think that's part of the reason why the game has not gone too well is because there were too many hands involved. Um, so all of the developers and different studios, you know, it just... The game has fallen apart almost before it began. It was it was starting to break down, and so now we have this this mess of a game. Um, but I'm gonna enjoy playing as Spider Man as much as I can. Hopefully, the missions don't get too repetitive. Hopefully, his one the the one thing I didn't hear during the harm room chant like the training was one liners, which obviously. He's going to have some one-liners, right? Everyone else has one-liners in the game when they're fighting and in combat and stuff. So I'm I'm curious to see what his one-liners are going to be. I hope that he is funny. He's usually spot on in most games. But you it it his type of humor is easy to mess up. That's the thing. He's got that kind of dad joke kind of vibe with him. So you, you got to be careful because if you miss it, he's terrible. But if you nail it, he's very good with the chuckle. You, you're going to get a chuckle and you're going you're gonna to have a good time. So I guess we're going to find out, guys. We're going to see. You know, I'm, I'm excited about it. I'm looking forward to it. You guys let me know if you have played it. What did you think of it? If you haven't played it. Will you? Like, if you've played Marvel's Avengers on PlayStation and you put the game down because, ugh, will you come back to try it out? If you're on Xbox, will you buy a new console just to be able to play it? Um, you know, let me know answers to all of those, if you can answer all of those, which you really can't. You really can't. You can't answer all three of them because if you already have a PlayStation, you will be able to answer the first two. And if you don't, you would only be able to answer the third. And if you can answer the third, you wouldn't really answer the first two because 
The third is a complete... Whatever. It's fine. All right. Thanks for listening. Make sure you follow the podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Until next time, keep swinging.